This episode is brought to you by My Free Tax Challenge. Here's the thing, taxes suck, they're no fun, but we've all gotta file them. In my free tax challenge, I'm gonna walk you through the five steps you need to take to get your tax documents organized for this tax season. Then you'll be ready to send your stuff off to your accountant, or if you wanna self-file, you can follow my step-by-step screen share video tutorials inside the tax challenge itself to file your taxes on your own with ease. Sign up at www.bradendrake.com forward slash tax challenge and invite your friends. It's going to be a party. You're going to love it. Well, hello there and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. As you likely know, on Tuesdays, what we generally do is I take the time to answer one question from my free Facebook group, Braden's Besties. So we collect all the questions when people join the group and I pick one to answer each week, but we decided to mix it up. We're going to try something new. Please let me know after you listen to this, if you like it, shoot me a message on DM on Instagram or tag me on your Instagram stories, post in the Facebook group, give me all the feedback. What we're going to do instead is we are going to take the recording from our weekly Facebook lives. So every Friday in the Facebook group, I do a free live Q&A. We collect questions throughout the week. People show up live. I interact with them. I answer the questions. People will post follow-up questions, all that good stuff. So instead of just answering our one question, we're going to do some repurposing here. We're going to retake the recording from that live video and share it here on the podcast. So check it out. Hope you enjoy. Let me know. And here we go. Well, hello there and welcome to our weekly live q and I hope that you're doing really well. If you're listening on the podcast, note that this is technically not live. It was a few days ago. Make sure you go join the Facebook group so that you can ask questions and join us live. If you are here live, hello, please drop a comment so I know that you're here and can see you. And I know that you're watching. That makes it really fun. Um, quick recap for all of our new members. The way this works, every Monday we post this post. If you can see it on my iPad, okay. In the group every Monday, it says question collection really big on it. You can comment on that post with the questions that you have. So if you're one of my students, you have a question about one of the courses. If you're listening to the podcast and you have a podcast question, you name it. You can post it in the Facebook group and we will answer it. So, um, hi, Portia. Hope you're doing well. Let me know if I pronounced your name correctly. Welcome. Um, see you're watching on YouTube. So that's super fun to know that that's actually working now that I'm over on YouTube. Um, but anyhow, let's, let's dive straight in here. We have a few questions to cover. Um, Stephanie, uh, welcome, Stephanie. You said, my husband and I had an LLC that we closed last year, or we didn't renew it, or whatever appropriate term is. And my current CPA is asking for a final K-1 for that LLC. You said that did not occur to me. And as it files as an S-Corp, I'm pretty sure we've missed the due date. My current CPA asked me to go back to my previous CPA who had provided K-1s for the business in the past, but I'm working with, I'm not working with her anymore and it's the middle of tax season and I would feel really bad asking. Is this something I could do myself? I'm pretty sure it would just be expenses with zero revenue. If I can do this myself, what kind of form should I be looking to fill out? So Stephanie, I have a couple of questions, like a couple of follow-up questions um, to consider because when you say I need my previous year K-1, if we're talking about like it's currently 2021 and you need your K-1 for 2020 income, well, you would still need to file that tax return because we're currently filing for last year's taxes. 
But if you're talking about the K-1 that you would have received in 2020 for your 2019 tax return, then that you definitely need to get from your old CPA. So don't feel bad asking them for it. They should be able to send it to you if they filed your taxes, no problem. If we are talking about the one that you need to do for this year, then you would still need to file your taxes to create the K-1. So if you had an S-Corp, you have to file what's called an IRS Form 1120-S. That's your tax return. I think that you can do that through TurboTax. Um, I believe that they have a business filing. It's not super complicated. Um, but also, the reason I think you're talking about your K-1 that you should have received last year for the previous year is because if we were talking about this year's taxes, then your current CPA would be able to do that. So I'm just kind of using trying to use my own, own logic to iron that out. So if it's last year's tax return, yes, I would ask your CPA. Um, I would think, though, like if for whatever reason you can't get a hold of your CPA, you could get it through the IRS. Um, but you would probably have to call them and have them either fax or mail it to you. Like they're pretty old school, so that's how they operate. It's not very fun. But hopefully that helps. If you have any follow-up questions, let me know. Okay, I don't know why, but those of you who are commenting on Facebook, I can't see your names, so... I'm gonna like click on, I have to like look on my phone to see who's commenting. If you're here live, you have any questions, let me know. And also like put in your comment uh, who it is that's talking so that I can address you by name. That'll be helpful. All right, so next question comes from Jenny. And Jenny says, I'm a Colorado wedding photographer and my accountants don't handle my sales tax. I've listened to your podcast, but I'm still unsure if I need to be paying sales tax for my digital goods. So, Jenny, this is kind of a tricky question because I, I can't give you like very specific guidance. I don't know what the sales tax rules are in Colorado. What you might do, and normally I suggest against doing this because I try not to pester the other professionals in our Facebook group, but Amy, my podcast guest, has said multiple times that she doesn't mind answering people's personal questions. I actually think she kind of enjoys it. She really likes to talk about sales tax. So Jenny, if you want, you can create a post in the group and tag Amy Monroe and ask her if she can give you a little bit of guidance on sales tax for digital goods in the state of Colorado. And she might be able to direct you to your resources. But I would do, Jenny, is other than that, just start by Googling Colorado sales tax rules for digital goods and see what they say. You should at least get some general direction. If it says, you know, nothing, no digital goods are subject to sales tax, you're probably good. If the rules are a little bit confusing, then you might want to hire someone in Colorado who can help you with your sales tax. So I know that's not super helpful, but hopefully it will give you a good direction to go in. All right, next question comes from Nikki. And Nikki says... If I'm using a third party for photography products like PickTime and they take care of product taxes, what do I claim? So Nikki, I'm not totally sure what you're asking here, but I think by product taxes, you're talking about sales taxes. Um, generally, if you're using a program like PickTime, they're going to handle all of that for you, or at least they collect the sales tax and pay the sales tax. I'm pretty sure you would still need to file a sales tax return. So you would get all your information from PickTime, like they should have all of that on the back end, the amount of sales tax collected, the amount paid, and then you would use that to go file your sales tax return. Depending on what state you're in, that's going to vary. Here in California, most people have to file sales tax returns on a quarterly basis. But um, you could also, I would also just look into PickTime and see, I don't think there's a way that those programs can actually file your sales tax returns for you, but I'm not 100% sure. So again, Amy could answer that question, but 
we could probably do a quick Google search to figure that out as well. So Nikki, look into that. Um, post in next week's question collection thread if you have any follow-up questions. All righty. Taylor is brand new to the group. And Taylor asked, she said, I'm just starting a business and have no idea where to start. So pretty simple, Taylor. I recommend that all brand new business owners go watch my free masterclass at www.legallylaunched.com because that training is specifically geared towards brand new business owners to give you like the precise steps that you need to take to get your business off the ground legally and in a way that's going to pay your taxes so you don't get behind on them. So hope that helps. Go check out the masterclass. Let us know if you have any questions. All righty. If you're here live, again, feel free to put your comments um, in the comment box and we can address them, answer them, all that good stuff. I only have a few more questions here to go through. So it'll be pretty quick. Okay, Katie. Welcome, Katie. Uh, Katie, you said, um, if I work in New York, sorry, I work in Tennessee and New York City. Or you said you do work in both of those places. Do I have to file in both states? The short answer is probably yes. And New York City is kind of a pain in the ass. They're pretty notorious for their steep taxes. So you want to be very cautious of theirs. The one follow-up question I would have, though, is you said that you do work in both states. So I'm assuming that means you actually travel. I keep saying states, but New York City. So we'll say the state of New York, the state of Tennessee. I'm assuming that you're traveling between those two states, in which case it's probably a yes. But if you work and live in one place and you just work remotely for people in another state, then it tends to be very different. The easiest way about this, though, is if you're self self-filing your taxes... You're just going to answer the questions in the tax software accordingly. So they'll ask you, like, what's your primary state of residence? You'll do that return. And then they'll ask, do you have sources of income from any other states? And they'll explain to you what sources of income are. And you'll say yes. And then you'll input it. And then it should walk you step by step through how to do it. If you have a tax preparer, they should just do all of that for you. So you kind of tell them, I work in both these states. What information do you need from me? So I hope that helps. Um, Katie, if you are doing your own tax return... Highly, highly, highly recommend that you sign up for my free tax challenge. Um, it's www.bradendrake.com forward slash tax challenge. If you have any problems finding it, just post in the Facebook group. We can hyperlink you to it. Um, I'll do that or my community manager will do that. And then that challenge will help you get all of your tax documents up to speed. And also I have step-by-step -step tax filing tutorial videos in there. This is totally free, by the way. Um, so it'll walk you through how to file your tax return through H&R Block. And I do a tutorial through their software because I used to work for H&R Block. So I just know their program a lot better than the other competitors. All right. Deborah. Um, welcome, Deborah. You said, how do we pay taxes when two or more businesses are collaborating on one project? So this is a very tricky layered question. And we have to get into partnership tax a little bit. The thing is... Ideally, you don't want to necessarily go into joint ventures with people in a partnership capacity because now we're talking about you're actually forming a business partnership with one another. Like then you technically would need to get a business license for a business partnership. It's basically like creating a whole new business. And oftentimes that's not what we want to do. So usually the easiest way to do this is to have one business owner be the contracting party with the client and then they pay you as a subcontractor rather than the client signing on with both of you or all of you, because that can get really complicated. So um, 
the easiest way would say, okay, the client's hiring me. I'm going to have the client sign my contract and pay me X amount of dollars. And then either I'm going to contract with you to do some of the work and I'll pay you from that amount of money, or I'll have the client contract with you also directly and pay you directly. And then we'll just communicate a lot to execute the services. Um, Deborah, that may or may not make sense for you. I don't really have any context on what your business is or what kind of project you're doing. So it might be like a one-off thing where that's not super helpful, but let me know. Um, create a post here in the Facebook group. If you have follow-up questions about that, I'd be happy to chat with you about it some more. All right. Um, someone said the masterclass is super helpful. I don't, I can't see your name, so I don't know who that is, but awesome. Um, lo love that you checked it out. And... I agree. I think that I have lots of masterclasses. I think that they're all super fun. One thing that we're really focused on, or I should say I'm really focused on, um, and our community managers are really focused on, is really sending you all to the free resources we have that are going to be the most beneficial to you. So we have a free masterclass on contracts. We have one created for brand new business owners. We have one um, that kind of tells everyone about my signature process, which is the Unfuck Your Biz Framework. And we also have the tax challenge. And I finally realized it's probably too much to ask for you all to know what all those things are. So instead, we just collect your questions and then we send you all to the resources that are going to be most helpful to answer those questions. Okay, Stacy, um, a couple hours ago, just one hour ago, you hopped on our question collection thread and asked, you said, hi, for quarterly taxes, will I get something in the mail or do I need to visit the IRS website for a form? Do I mail it in or how does that work? I do personal taxes through TurboTax. Thanks. So um, Stacy, it's kind of none of the above. For quarterly taxes, you don't do any of that. So where we often get confused, and Stacy, I'm going to assume that you're talking about quarterly estimated income tax payments, which is different from like quarterly sales taxes because we have income tax over here, sales tax over there. So for income taxes, we actually don't file quarterly returns. We don't file quarterly taxes. This is something that we, like I oftentimes probably say, file your quarterly taxes, but I mean to say, pay your quarterly taxes. So we file our taxes once a year, usually by April 15th. This year, again, the deadline was extended to May 15th. So we have another month, which is awesome. But we file our taxes once a year. We're supposed to pay our estimated taxes on a quarterly basis. And what that looks like is if, let's say, you were anticipating that you would owe $12,000 in taxes for the year. The IRS wants you to make four quarterly installment payments of $3,000. You don't have to mail in any form. It's not that complicated. All you actually do is go to the IRS website. At, uh, it's IRS Direct Pay. If you Google that, you can find it. And then you just make an online payment. So it's kind of like you know paying a credit card or any other debt that you have. You put in your name, your social security number, or your EIN, your address. You say how much money you want to pay. You specify what the payment's for. And there's a dropdown that says estimated taxes. You select that and you submit your payment information. It's pretty easy. If you want step-by-step -step directions for that, I have a really good blog post on quarterly taxes on my website. So if you go to the website, you click the blog button, it should be like right up at the top. And I explain what quarterly taxes are, how much you need to think about paying. And then I actually have a really cool infographic that tells you step-by-step -step how to pay them, like the website URL that you go to. And also, if any of you already follow me on Instagram, I have that same infographic over on my Instagram account. 
I don't post very often, so it's probably like three posts ago. So you can find that. Um, if you go to the blog post, the infographic is downloadable. So you can actually download it, uh, print it if you want, put it on your bulletin board, or just download it and keep it as a file on your computer. And that way you'll have it handy every time quarterly taxes are due. Once every three months, you can look at it and follow the steps. So that's all the questions we had this week. Um, if any of you are currently typing more questions, I'll hang out for another second or a few seconds. I know there's usually like a 20 second delay so that we can answer those. If we don't have any questions, uh, I'm going to encourage you all again to sign up for the free tax challenge. Um, I was going to say it's going to be gone soon. It's technically available all year, but you know, taxes are usually but taxes are always due at the same time. But what I was trying to say is usually we're all doing our taxes at the same time. So it's not going to be very helpful or relevant in the next couple of months. So make sure you get in there now, sign up, go through the tax challenge. And then if you have questions, you can post them here in the group or uh, on our question collection thread every week. Cool. All right. I don't see any other questions coming up. Um, thanks to all of you who joined me live here. I hope that you got some great information and I wish you the best this weekend. I'll see you all next week. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.